Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. Misty's off today. Garrett is off today, so it's just us naughties. But don't worry, we've got a ton of gossip to get to. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. So a big story at the top of the show. Reality star Spencer Pratt is calling Lisa Kudrow from Friends the worst human ever. And Bethany Frangle, for some reason, she's the reality star from The Real Housewives. She agrees. So one month after Jojo Sewell posted a video on TikTok where she claimed that Candace Cameron Burr from Full House was the rudest celebrity she'd ever met. Now Spencer is following Suze by putting Lisa Kudrow on blast. He said, it's easy. Phoebe from Friends is one of the worst human beings I've ever come into contact with. Hands down. Lisa Kudrow is the worst. Now, I found out what happened here. So, just as he was becoming super famous on the hills with Heidi, they were invited to their first real big party by the boss of NBC. It was in LA, and they said the minute they got there, it was clear nobody really wanted them there. Nobody really wanted to talk to them. Nobody wanted to hang out with them. 
It was at the time when reality TV was just sort of exploding. It was long before Housewives. The Hills was the first major, or one of the first major reality shows. And Heidi and Spencer were like the villains on the show. And they enjoyed that. They leaned into it. They were great reality stars. So they were at this party. Lisa Kudrow was the only one nice enough to go over and say hello. But she did say she watched the show and she warned Heidi that Spencer had serial killer eyes. She said it as a joke. She thought it was funny. They took it the wrong way. Now, all these years later, they're using this to get some attention. After what happened with Candace Cameron Burr and Jojo Sewell, they know the amount of attention you can get by, by saying this, by, by, by saying who you, the rudest celebrity you've ever met is. Now, Bethany Frankel, who loves attention, she had to jump on the bandwagon and said, it's crazy. She, Lisa, was on my show. Remember when Bethany had that short-lived talk show and she said she had a crazy experience. Now, many fans refuse to believe that Lisa Kudrow could be in kind, unkind to anybody. And they're begging Spencer Pratt to spill the beans. And this is where it gets even more really sort of like yucky. He said that if this posts hits a million viewers, gosh, they can't help themselves. Him and Bethany, he will tell the story. He has gone on now to tell that story. Bethany didn't divulge any more information about her, quote, crazy experience. But if you remember, just a few weeks ago, Bethany did not mince her words, criticising Kim Kardashian and her family. Are they just doing this for attention? Have they learned from JoJo and Candace Cameron Burr that if you say awful things about celebrities, we talk about you. You're the lead of this podcast, and I'm sure many, many others. Reality stars can be tricky. They want to be respected, and I get it, we all want respect, but they have been taught the bad behavior, bad, terrible behavior makes them stars. And so even after they leave the show, whether they've been fired, the show's cancelled, or they left, they still have that little chip in their brain that the more naughty they are, the more attention they can get. Now, I do not know Mr. Pratt, Mr. Spencer Pratt, very well, but I do know he slipped into my DMs a couple of times, trying to get my attention, flattering me, wanting to talk to me, wanting me to do stories. I get it. That's part of his success, is dealing with engaging in gossip columnists, writers, journalists. And now I do know Bethany. I've known Bethany for a long time. I knew her before she was famous, that first season of Housewives. I got to know Bethany. I could go on to say that Bethany Frankel is the worst person I've ever met, but I'm not. I'm not going to do that because I've not been taught that bad behaviour results in a bigger career. Could I get more listeners to this show on my website if I just totally trashed people? Maybe. I just don't want to do that. And so I think this is a lesson for all of us here. Yes, we've had good experiences and bad experiences with celebrities. Cameron Candice Burr went on to apologise to Jojo, saying, you know what, I had a bad day. Sometimes people have bad days. It'll be interesting to see what Lisa Kudrow does here. 
Uh, my sources are telling me that her friends, literally the friends, Jennifer Anderson, Courtney Cox, the guys, they're furious about this because Lisa Kudrow is one of the nicest people in Hollywood. I've only ever heard lovely, lovely things about her. So using her to get yourself just 10% more attention or maybe two, two hours of more hits online, it just feels a little bit sort of vulgar to me, a little bit, but really, really, it feels dirty, doesn't it? It doesn't feel good. But what I want to know is how you feel about this. So go to our poll of the day, which is Spencer Pratt is calling Lisa Kudrow the worst human. And of course, she's always there. Good old Bethany. She agrees. Do you think that Bethany and Spencer just want more attention? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, moving along, Mariah Carey is clarifying what she actually meant when she called Meghan Markle a diva. She said, I meant it as you were fabulous. So Mariah Carey said that when she called Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, a diva, she meant it as meaning gorgeous, empowered, fabulous. Her meaning of the word is very different to what Megan thought she was talking about. It appears here as if Megan is just very sensitive, and I get it. It's her second podcast. She's probably still a little unsure of herself. The British press have called her a diva as a negative, as a, as a dig, so I think she's probably thinking about that too. So the Duchess, she spoke to Mariah on her second episode of her podcast. It's still number one. I've got to say, people are listening. And then she recorded a voiceover saying afterwards that she started to sweat when she heard Mariah used that word, she claimed that she was sort of squirming in her chair. And now Carrie has said, embrace the word. Diva is a good word. She's made a public statement about it, saying that she really enjoyed being interviewed by Meghan Markle. And yes, quote, I called her a diva in the most fabulous, gorgeous, and empowering meaning of that word. What do you think? Is diva a good word, a bad word? If somebody called you a diva, are they being mean? Are they being nice? I like the word. I like to be called a diva. I'm not sure I totally am. I'm not that fabulous or gorgeous or empowered. But I think it's a really good word. But I do understand here. Megan's probably a little raw, probably a little vulnerable. It's hard to sit down and learn a new career. She's not done these interviews before, these celebrity-type interviews. And she knows that anybody she interviews, Megan's probably more interesting, a bigger star at the moment. So she's really trying to balance interviewing somebody giving some information about herself let's be honest i love mariah carey this is no diss it's really no diss at all but i'm tuning in to listen to Meghan markle not serena who was her first guest serena williams or mariah there's nobody she can have on that show at the moment who's probably going to be more interesting than Meghan markle herself here so relax Meghan. it's okay don't get upset the word diva can be fabulous if you don't believe me ask mariah carey Moving along, Britney Spears is not sorry for her Instagram after her sons accused her of posting for attention. Ooh. 
So during a new interview with the BBC, Britney's son, Jaden James, reveals that him and his brother have a really rocky relationship with their mommy. In particular, one issue they have is her social media presence. He went on to say, quote, It's almost as if she's posting stuff just to get attention. He said this has gone on for years and years and years and it actually may never stop. I don't think it will. Not only is social media one of their problems too, but also lots of other stuff in their relationship that he did say though it could be fixed. It could be fixed, but it will take a lot of time and a lot of effort and he really would like to see his mom again. Now Brittany has responded to these comments. She said that she looked looks forward to spending time with her sons and she calls their recent behavior hurtful so she said quote i know that teenagers are just hard to deal with at that age but come on there's being rude and there's being hateful now kevin has gone on to say when you call your sons hateful that is not a good way to to mend the relationship kevin revealed revealed too that they've not seen their mommy now for over six months so the longer you wait the harder it gets. I think this is a really tough one. Gosh, I, I, I can see both sides here. Brittany misses her sons, and I'm sure she's hurt by what they have said. Also, too, doing a, an interview with ITV, a big, big TV network in the UK. That isn't helpful either. And so maybe some people could say they're doing that to get attention. I think all of them need to take this out of the public spotlight and do this in private Talk to one another. Don't post. Don't do TV interviews. Talk to one another. It's the only way, only way you have any hope of repairing this really damaged relationship. So the Will Smith, Chris Rock slap just won't go away. And now Dave Chappelle has joined in saying that Will Smith is just as ugly as the rest of us. Ooh. So Dave Chappelle has shattered the longtime Hollywood belief persona that Will Smith has built up over decades in the public spotlight. During a stop he was on tour, Chappelle said the following quote, Will did the impression of a perfect person for 30 years and now he's ripped the mask off and he's shown us that he is as ugly as the rest of us us. He says, whatever the consequences are of this slap, I hope he doesn't just put the mask back on again and move on. So he's glad that Will has ripped this mask off. He noted that he sees himself in both men, both in Chris and in Will here. It's really interesting, isn't it, here? Because nobody is 100% good and nobody's 100% bad. We are all shades of grey. And that's what Dave Chappelle is saying here. Will has really built up this persona. And I think a lot of it is based on fact. But there's part of Will, too, that is not so nice. I wouldn't call it ugly, but that's Dave's word. Have you done something really ugly? We all have. We've all done something really, really ugly. That doesn't define us. So your worst moments don't define you. But at the same time, you can't present yourself as being all good when it's just not 
true. It's just not true. And a lot of people, this is what Dave is saying, they forget who Will is. And for 10 minutes before he was given the biggest award ever, he acted like he was back in Philadelphia. Now, that's a bit rude to Philadelphia. Everybody in Philadelphia, they don't slap other people in the face. They're not violent. But there is a part of us. There's a part of us that we all don't like, an ugly part of us, a side of us that we try to hide. This is just human nature. And I think if you come to peace with both sides of yourself, you become more happy. So I do agree with Dave when he warns Will, don't just put that mask back on. Don't just go back to the day before the Oscars and pretend to be perfect all the time. I think Will did that a little bit. Be a complicated person and I think people will appreciate you even more because we're all really really complicated hey before we get a break talking about being complicated Tom Brady and Giselle are reportedly in an epic fight and she's left the family compound so page six is reporting that Tom Brady and Giselle are in the middle of this huge fight about his decision to unretire from the NFL She got so angry about it, she left the family house in Tampa. Sources told them they're in a huge fight right now. Quote, there's been trouble in the marriage over his decision to unretire. Giselle has always been the one with the kids. They had an agreement that he would retire and focus on the family. And then he changed his mind. They didn't. Giselle didn't. The family didn't. He changed his mind. Now, another source added that they have a fiery relationship. And Giselle can be a bit of a hothead. But here, she thinks she's absolutely right. It's almost like Giselle was like, well, if you're going to keep playing football, then I'll keep modelling. I'll keep going with, with my career. She is said to be resentful of Tom and his football superstar career, although she's a superstar model, goodness knows. She's as high up in her chosen career as he is in his. What my sources are telling me is this is not just about childcare, this is about a deal, an agreement. They had an agreement that he would retire and they'd look after the kids themselves and now he's changed his mind and he didn't involve her in that. She wanted a voice in what he was going to be doing, and he didn't give her one, and she's furious, and I think she's absolutely right. When you're married, you have to discuss these things. This is a massive, massive change to their lives. He was meant to retire, and then he changed his mind, and he didn't ask her, hey, honey, what do you think about this decision? Should you be part of this decision? Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter. Unfortunately, Garrett's off today. Miss D tried to fill in, but we had a few technical issues. So, Miss D, if you're listening, we love you. We love you. Thank you for trying. But we're forging ahead. Let's get to the polls. Last show, we talked about nobody in the royal family. Nobody, not one person, acknowledged Princess Diana's 25th 
death anniversary, a very sad day. Was this the right move or was it disgraceful? So at first sight, this question looks terrible, doesn't it? It looks awful. But we did explain on our last show that the boys said they didn't want to talk about it publicly anymore. So that's why they did not do anything. Also, the flag that flies above Buckingham Palace, that only flies when the Queen's there. So she's in Scotland. So they can't lower it to half mass because there's no flag at the moment. Although we did argue too, they can do whatever they want. She's the Queen of England. If she wants to put up a flag she can change the rules let's have a look Ooh, 52% said it was disgraceful I think I agree here it's such a big anniversary it's such a tragic day I think they could have put out a statement as, as the family don't you I'm, I'm with the majority don't forget to vote on today's poll go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, my favourite part of the show, let's do our nicest of the day. Uh-oh. Uh, so Sarah Michelle Geller wants a million dollars from Howard Stern <laughs> because he doubted that her marriage to Freddie Prince Jr. would ever last. So they had a bet. Howard had a bet with Freddie Prince that he would not remain married. So on his radio show in 2001, a long time ago, Stern really belittled Freddie and he said, I'm telling you, you're going to cheat. You shouldn't get married. This is a mess. And he said, I'm willing to have a written bet here that in about 10 years, you're going to want to hunt me down. And you know what? You're going to be single. And Freddie said, OK, I'll take that bet, Howard. And in 10 years, I'll find you and I want my money. Well, 20 years later, Sarah Michelle Geller is saying, Howard owes me owes Freddie a million dollars. What do you think here? I think he does, Howard, if you're listening. Hello, hello, hello. You said it. You didn't think they'd last. They are still together. Our nicest of the day. And now let's do our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. Who's the naughtiest of the day? It's Thomas Markle. Oh, uh, Meghan Markle's daddy. We try not to talk about him much on this show. But he said something that people are finally sort of agreeing with. Megan recently talked about how important forgiveness is. And he's now saying, if forgiveness is so important, why can't she reconcile with me? If she really believes in forgiveness, then why can't she forgive me? He said that he has apologised to her multiple times for any hurt and pain he might have caused her. He added, quote, I love my daughter. She talks about forgiveness. So why not start with her own family. What about forgiving me? In the recent interview, she also talked about her losing her dad, saying she lost her dad. Mr. Markle is now saying, I'm not lost. She knows where to find me. My number has not changed. I'd love to to meet my son-in-law. He's never met Harry. He'd love to meet his grandkids for the first time. And he adds that he has not spoken to Meghan since the wedding. What do you think? Should Megan forgive her daddy? While you think about that, let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. For 20 minutes, we try to make you giggle, smile with some silly celebrity gossip. But for a moment, we're a little bit more serious. I love this celebrity quote from Lucille Ball. Everybody loves Lucy. She said the following quote, love yourself first and then everything else falls into line. You really have to love yourself to get anything done in this world. I have learned that the hard way. I didn't used to like myself, let alone love myself, but I have worked really hard on doing that. And once I started to love myself, 
everything fell into place. Let's all love ourselves today. That is it. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and The Naughty Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, come on, sing along. It's just us. If you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 